Welcome to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Now it is time for the uh, very special part of our show, Creature of the Week, where we talk to budding zoologist uh, Andy Johnston on a fascinating creature that has uh, been in the news lately or has just piqued our interest. Uh, good day, Andy. How are you, mate? I'm very good. How are you? I'm good, man. A little sick, but... Uh, oh, no. It's that time of year, mate. It is, yeah. Yeah, it's getting colder. But... Uh, Season. Mm. Get get your jabs, everyone. Okay, enough of that. Let's talk about animals. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like what's said, today, man? Well, today we're gonna have a deep dive into the little blue penguin Yee-hoo. or the or the corora. Because um, I was uh, looking online, I found this really cool video on uh, a new, on a news article about a little penguin that had come onto shore and was distracting a sea lion. And then in the background, a whole crew of little penguins, like, using it as a diversion I to get onto the beach. Yeah. man. It's uh, awesome. What? What teamwork? Uh, yeah. What <laughs> valiant little heroes. Do you reckon, though, that one of them, like, had... Did one of them, like, choose to do it? Or do you reckon they just pointed to someone and go, like, okay, mate, you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go to strike. I like to think it was, like, an election process that yeah. 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 they sort of voted with fish and, like, shiny rocks and stuff. It was, but the, <laughs> it was the outcast who had to go mate, yeah. to the seal. For I me. think it was just an unlucky penguin that got picked on. But the other... It, it survived. It survived. It survived. All good. of the other friends, penguins survived. So and this video occurred on the Otago Peninsula, didn't it? You did, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just out on um, uh, Pilot's Beach. Pilot's Beach. Yeah. Out but tied to a head right, yes. right, yeah, right, yeah, like right, right down the end of the of the picture. How yeah. gorgeous. So penguin, uh, w- world's smallest <clears throat> penguin, isn't world's it? World's smallest penguin. Tiny. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. We have the honor of having the world's smallest penguin here. A few weeks oh, ago, no. we talked about the world's largest parrot. So we got a few uh, mm. world's uh, smallest and largest in the, in the, in the country. We got the extremes covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How tall is it actually as the world's smallest penguin? It's tiny. So it's tiny. Uh, they can be about like 25 centimeters tall. Yeah. So if you think about your ruler from like... You know, primary school, smaller than that. <laughs> oh my goodness! Right? Just wow. And about like one kg. So they're wee little things. Just the size of like a fish. Yeah, yeah. They're tiny. Oh my god! Definitely earned the ping- the name little blue penguin. They're also called fairy penguins as well. So yes, yeah. So like small little fairies, which is really oh, sweet. Cute. <laughs> uh, they got 2021 Bird of the Year. Yes, right. Yes, big achievement. Yeah, for a little as thing. they should. Yeah, as they should. Mm-hmm. What else can you tell us about these little cute little munchkins? Well, they're um. So interesting is there the scientific name is is UD uh, oh I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this Udiptila Udiptila right mm-hmm. which means uh, in itself good little diver as, as it means so it can dive like somewhere between like 260 feet down so they're incredible swimmers like wow. going out there in the ocean catching all their prey and whatnot amazing divers swimming around and obviously quite agile to escape that sea lion <laughs> yeah. on, the, on the beach. If they're that this small, awesome. they must be eating very small fish. Right? Yeah. What's their diet consist of? Uh, no, I'm not actually 100% sure, but I think it's just, yeah, like little crustaceans, little uh, even smaller fish and, and, and those kind of things, yeah. Uh-huh. But the thing is they, they um, you'll see them uh, if you stay up at night because they're mainly nocturnal. They'll come onto the beach at nighttime where they'll go and they'll roost in um, like vegetation and caves okay, and rocks. Yeah. And if it's somewhere where humans are, they'll go under your house or into your, like, woodshed or something, and they'll, and they'll rest there. So there is a bit of an, uh, human-penguin encounters with these little guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so they're all over, sort of, New Zealand, um, mainly on offshore islands and areas on mainland where 
there's pest control, just as 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 usually is with with these things. But um, they are found, you know, around Dunedin and like Omaru and like all those kind of places um, where they interact with with humans often. Yeah. And is that something we can do to help these little penguins? We can try create little nests for them so they don't, you know, get too lost trying to yeah, absolutely the houses. Yeah. So unfortunately. Penguins, little blue penguins, are um, classified as at risk and declining. So something we can do, um, something that Doc recommends, or if, if it's available to you, is that if you have little blue penguins in the area, maybe inquire into a um, penguin box or penguin shelter that they might be able to live in. Or if you see one, um, you know, very injured or stranded, there is a hotline on the Doc website you can call as well cool. to help them out. So cool. just little things in the area. You can also, you know, if you have a dog, make sure it's, you know, not off the leash around little blue penguins at nighttime. You know, it's just stuff like that. And and your experience with blue penguins, have you ever encountered them up close? I have, I have. I, and I, the, the one time I did find one was on accident, and it was such a magical experience, I thought. So I was at a beach, I won't name it, just because a lot of people don't end up going there and, and potentially disturbing it. For them, yes. But um, I was going through a bunch of caves, and I saw these little like webbed feet prints on the ground in the cave, and I thought, oh, what's this? So I journeyed in, and the cave was getting smaller and smaller, and then right at the back of the cave, I saw this little blue penguin just, just oh. chilling at the back. Obviously, you know, trying to keep the noise down, keeping the light low, not to disturb mm. them. Um, mm. This was during the day, and it was, it was such an awesome experience. It was a little, little bit of yeah. But you can see them quite often at nighttime, like at the end of the peninsula. Like yeah. There's reports of them just crossing the road or being on the beach, and mm. so, yeah, you can quite easily see them. I think uh, quite an important PSA to maybe uh, get out there is that there has been in uh, Otago's history a lot of parties in some of the caves on the peninsula in Dunedin mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and we're trying to raise awareness uh, to basically not stop these part these rave caves sure yeah um, there's lots of other outdoor spaces to mm-hmm. party but um, but by playing loud noise mm-hmm. and flat big flashing lights it's it's, it's pretty damaging to yeah. the habitat of the, the little kororo isn't it yeah yeah it is exactly and I think that's that's a very important thing to think about um I think if you're if you're going to be doing that kind of thing, um, yeah, just consider a, a location that isn't going to be affecting a, an at-risk or an endangered animal, um, and instead maybe go and and at night and quietly observe them instead. Um, if you're going to do that, if you want to be in that environment, and then go have your um, your huge party somewhere else, I guess. Mm. Yeah, would for be, sure. Would be uh, some some nice advice for the for little blue penguin. Wise yeah. words, Andy. Yeah. Wise words. <laughs> and so, what else? <clears throat> what else can you tell us about little Kuroda? Well, I think. Yeah, yeah. So something amazing that is in the in the in the corolla and, and often in a lot of other animals is this concept called counter shading. So little blue penguins are this brilliant blue, right? It's really stunning, stunning blue, and on their um, belly is is a white. So you often see this in animals where, when they're swimming in the ocean, if you're an animal from underneath, you see a white belly against a very bright sky background, or if you're swimming on top of a penguin, you see a dark like blue back on the on the depths of the ocean. Mm. So it's this way to sort of keep camouflaged in the ocean, and you see it on Gosh. lots of birds, you see it on lots of fish. This idea, any time you see something that flies or swims that has a lighter belly and a darker top, it's it's called counter shading. Yeah, so it keeps them keeps them protected, keeps them uh, camouflaged. Yeah. Which is really cool, I think. God, nature is intelligent. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Wow. Amazing, amazing designs. Um, and so is there a place, I, I believe, is there a place you can watch these little blue guys uh, 
doing their thing online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have a live stream that you can watch. So uh, similar to the um, Albatross we talked about a few weeks ago, yeah. there's a live stream of um, a uh, penguin box, little, little shelter that you can watch. Yay. You can see them come in and... and, and Constant and, entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And they, they, um, they'll be monogamous within a breeding season, so they'll stay with their, their pair for that breeding season. And then they might have a new pair the next spring season. So you'll you'll be able to see some little, little um, penguins, you know, little pairs, staying together. Little and, yeah, 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 which is really sweet. So cute. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like they deserve their own reality TV show with the albatross. <laughs> yeah. with, the, with the lesbian albatross we yep. were talking about the, mm-hmm. the other week. Exactly. Little monogamous breeding pairs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for per oh. season, it's really sweet. How exciting! Mm-hmm. We've talked a lot about birds on Creature of the Week, haven't we? We have. Well, I think that's just that's just the the reaction to New Zealand's Aotearoa's landscape. You're that's our amazing um, bird species. That because we're such an island, you know, a lot of birds flew over here and have evolved and adapted in a very peculiar and interesting way. So we're very fortunate to have them. Yeah, amazing. Well, keep the birds coming, man. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely. Love, I love learning about this stuff, um, <laughs> and I'm sure everyone listening loves it too. Amazing. Thanks for listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.